Hey everyone, welcome back to Neuropod. In this episode, I wanted to discuss some of the developments from Elon Musk and Neuralink over the past month or so. These include a couple responses from Elon on Twitter, plans for Neuralink to expand their team in Austin, Texas, and growth in the overall size of the team. In a Twitter conversation following the August update event, Elon responded to a tweet that tried to taper enthusiasm from the update event. The tweet reads, Before everyone gets too excited about the Elon Musk Neuralink demo, here's what Professor Andrew Jackson, professor of neural interfaces at Newcastle University says. This is solid engineering, but mediocre neuroscience. I won't read the entire statement from the professor, but he starts off with saying, I don't think there was anything revolutionary in the presentation, but they are working through the engineering challenges of placing multiple electrodes into the brain. Overall, he acknowledges the engineering accomplishments, but is dismissive of the neuroscience progress the Neuralink team is making. If you're interested in seeing the original tweet, I've posted the link below the YouTube video. Elon responded saying, It is unfortunately common for many in academia to overweight the value of ideas and underweight bringing them to fruition. For example, the idea of going to the moon is trivial, but going to the moon is hard. I kind of wish he gave a different example, but at the same time, in typical Elon fashion, this example is super clear-cut to prove his point. I really hope most members of society realize how amazing his accomplishments truly are in the future. There are just so few people that are able to not only have visionary ideas, but then they're also able to initiate and motivate a huge team of people to progress towards that vision. Since the August demonstration, the Neuralink team has metaphorically sunk back into its shell and back to keeping things pretty under the wraps. However, one of the most recent tweets from Elon was a response to a neuroscientist who's questioning the viability of the Neuralink technology. She asked Elon what Neuralink's approach is to resolving the overheating issue. She says, hey, Elon Musk, as an engineer turned chemist, then neuroscientist, now a theoretical physicist, Having touched a variety of distinct but increasingly overlapping fields of study, I wonder, have you considered the heat transfer problem that will result from overclocking the brain? Despite being able to guess because of context, I didn't know what overclocking means, so a quick Google says it's basically when the processing unit of a computer runs at a higher speed than it was designed for, and when that happens, too much of the heat is generated and that can cause significant issues. Elon responded saying, Neuralink won't overclock the brain. It will transfer processing to the supercomputer extension of your brain. This is basically what you do when you use a smartphone or a computer, but a Neuralink will have orders of magnitude faster input and output, especially the latter. I feel like there's generally a misunderstanding with regards to the entire Neuralink architecture. Elon's response here isn't very different from what he and the team stated in the past. There are still vast numbers of people who are completely unaware of Neuralink's potential or are just skeptical that the team will be able to resolve all the problems that they're aspiring to, to do, to solve. Then there's this other group that has a bunch of people who are pretty knowledgeable about the team's ambitions but haven't realized that although Neuralink may be able to solve many brain disorders within a few years, it's unlikely that the device is truly going to just make regular people significantly smarter. 
The Neuralink link device is to exponentially speed up the sending and receiving of information to and from the brain. That doesn't mean that the processing time to use the information is going to speed up at the same rate. Nevertheless, the team is working hard, and also the team is growing. There are many open positions on the Neuralink job board, and like Tesla and SpaceX, they're going to be building facilities near Austin, Texas. At the moment, the open position in Austin is for the head of construction role. And since Neuralink is a pretty small company right now, with just over 100 employees based on the data from LinkedIn, it feels to me like the public's vastly underestimating the future growth of the company, not only in terms of like employee headcount, but also brain interface development, and then also financially with revenue generation. It's worth keeping in mind that at the last Neuralink event, when Elon was asked by a Twitter, by a Twitter user, Elon suggested he expects the Neuralink team to eventually comprise of more than 10,000 employees. To end this episode, I wanted to close with some thoughts on how I view hiring and the importance of creating a great team. Elon, Max, and countless others have spent tons of time growing the team both in quantity and quality. At the companies I've worked at, I've noticed the importance of hiring excellent talent and how negative the effect is of hiring a not-so-good candidate. I like to think of each employee representing a value of 0 to 2, and the worst possible employee is close to a 0, while a mediocre employee is a 1, and the all-stars are 2s. When you build a company with a team of 5 people, the product of each of their numbers is representative of the quality of the product you're likely to get. A team of 5, 0.5s, is a product quality of 0.5 to the fifth, or 0.03. A team of five ones is a product quality of one to the fifth, so product quality of one. A team of five 1.5s is a 7.5, and a team of five all-star employees that are all ranked two results in five to, or excuse me, two to the fifth, and that results in a product quality of 32. Obviously, this divergence is pretty drastic. You're comparing 0.03 to 32. And in reality, there's bound to be a mix of employee quality. But knowing that this is an oversimplification, I think it's pretty representative of how important it is to get the team right. Then, when you compare the teams that are the size of Neuralink or SpaceX or Tesla, the compounding effect becomes even more pronounced. So it's no wonder that Elon often says at Tesla, excellence must be average. It would not surprise me if he's stating this exact same thing at all the other companies he's part of. So to reiterate, right now Neuralink's only 100 employees, but by the time they get to 10,000 employees, they'll have this huge talent advantage. That'll close it for this episode. If you like this episode, please do me a favor and like it Comment below the video and share it, because all of these things really help the Spotify and or YouTube algorithms, and it'd be pretty sweet to get this info out to more people, because I think there's still a significant gap in the amount of understanding people have about Neuralink, and I just want more people to be enthusiastic about what the team's working on. Thanks for listening, and hope to see you at the next episode on Wednesday. Thanks.